So it is my pleasure to introduce our guest speaker today. This is kind of the size of the biography that he gave me. I'm, I, I shall. So he starts off telling us he had a misspent youth which apparently led him to join the Navy, where he was a seaman recruit, and ultimately was an, a commander in the Navy. And I suspect it was during a time when we were at war, and um, he said it was quite a ride, and I suspect that's true. From there, he became a high-tech executive which he found boring in the extreme. <laughs> and I get that. He uses the word blah. So I guess he thought that what wouldn't be boring would to become a religious science minister, which is what he did next. And he ended up here with us for about eight or nine years and was, a very, was and still is a very beloved minister here at Monterey Center for Spiritual Living. And he finds that Monterey is a place close to his heart just as he is close to ours. Reverend Robert, uh, Reverend Robert, Reverend Howard Hamilton. Well, good morning. good morning. I want to say this morning I, I took a, a look around the facility here, see everything that's been done, and I can only say, wow, my goodness, what a change. And it's all for the better. It's just terrific. Um, in my tenure here, our big accomplishment was putting a new roof on. That was uh, hmm, an experience. But, you know, this is just more of the same, and it's terrific. I, I really do applaud you coming together and being able to do this. It's wonderful. Um, and I'm certainly glad to be here, and thank you for asking me to come. Now, I'm not sure how well calibrated my talk is. I gave it a good deal of thought. But I want to ask, how many people here have had at least one Science of Mind class. Okay, that's gonna that's gonna work then. Okay. By the way, what a gorgeous singer. In that in that. Oh. And I've gotta follow her. Oh well, oh well. I've had a lot of time to think. I've I've been out of the pulpit now for five or six years, and uh, living in the country pretty much the whole time, and uh, got a pond in my backyard, a big pond, I share it with some neighbors, but you know, like that. I have uh, mallards, you know, I have wood ducks, they're gorgeous, Canada geese, even had an offspray, you know, 
come up in the mountains there, go fishing. And it was really entertaining to watch this bird work, I tell you. The gophers, well, not gophers, they're uh, squirrels. They drive me crazy, ground squirrels. Uh, but I have a lot of time to think. A lot of time to think. And think over my 25 plus years in the ministry and figure out you know, some fine tuning. I've got no problem at all with the basic science of mind, the religious science. I think it's right on. But it's stale, outdated. And it needs something. It needs something. And I'm trying to figure out what. And I got a whole list of things. <laughs> you know, a whole list. But I'm going to give you two today. Two. And the first is this. Be consciously aware of what you are treating for. You remember it's, a, it's an old adage. Uh, thank God. Thank goodness God didn't answer my prayer. Yeah. Think really hard about what you're praying for. Translating for. If you are telling the universe, in effect, that you want something out there, not so good. I don't recommend it. Best to think, turn it around just a little bit, and think of a treat, spiritual mind treatment as an adjustment to your character. Okay? Treatment is all about in here. It's nothing to do without there. So be real, real careful. Uh, do you know someone who just seems to attract nice things? You know, people, money, real estate, significant others, and they don't seem to work for it at all. It just sort of comes to them, right? Hmm. Famous Amos said something there that's pretty, pretty pertinent. He said, I've been broke many times, but I've never been poor. Poor is kind of mental illness. Well, I'm going to be less harsh than him. It's not mental illness. It's just technique wanting improvement. Now, I can name a few people who are as stupid as cabbage, who wind up somehow with piles of money. Okay? Celebrity, anyone? Okay? What's that about? How does that happen? What's going on, of course, is a consciousness their consciousness is attracting its expression. Their consciousness is attracting their consciousness expression. Okay? Now, how do they get it? Dumb luck? I don't know. But here's the point. 
retreat for an expansion of your character, not a thing. Uh, your character will automatically attract to you everything like it. That's a standard law, right? Transform your character. Use treatment to do it. So, uh, you know, in, a, in cause, it might be, I am, hear that? I am the embodiment of what? It's not that I want that out there. Bring it to me. No, 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 no. It's I am that. Let it come. Okay. Now, Emerson gave us a tip, by the way. He said, never treat for a thing. To treat for a thing is blasphemy. Turns out there's a poem by that name and a song. I didn't know. Don't leave the thing alone. That's not it. You're it. Okay. Second point. Classical treatment is a bridge to something else. Now, we're all science of mind types here, religious scientists. We believe in that. But understand something. A spiritual mind treatment is simply a bridge to something else. I hate to use the word, but maybe training wheels works. I don't know. But there's something greater. And the answer is that religious science, in its classical form, is incomplete in the way it's taught. It's not incomplete. The way it's taught classically is incomplete. It doesn't close the deal. Here's what I mean. So what, it, you know, what is the goal of treatment if it's not to accomplish, to be, or champion something? Huh? What's, the, what's the point? Remember Peggy Lee? Am I the only one old enough to remember Peggy <laughs> Lee? She had a great song. Is that all there is? If that's all there is, let's party. Well, kind of the same deal. See, there's more beyond that is what I'm getting at. And once again, it's not a, not a, a difficulty with the science of mind. It's a difficulty with the way we have taught ourselves to teach it and understand it. So what is the key? Well, I'm going to state it simply to begin with and then elaborate. I'm convinced that the purpose is to develop the consciousness of praying without ceasing. What does that mean? You know, I have it on good authority. I've got a back channel. Okay, I have it on good authority that Jesus, performing miracles, never said, now, what is step one? 
Okay, let's say step one now. Yeah. No. You see, he was held himself at all times in the consciousness of prayer, in the consciousness of treatment. And that's the goal. And us teaching treatment is just something to get us to that point. To live within a perpetual state of certainty about the truth of your treatment. Jesus lived in a perpetual state of knowing the truth of the steps of treatment. He didn't need to recite them. He just spoke his word. He was already in the consciousness of treatment. He just All you need to do is speak your word. Here's the catch. Here's the catch. Leave step three out. Leave step three out. Recognition, of course. Unification, of course. Cause what you want. Eh, let's leave. Let's just set that aside for now. Hmm? Acceptance, yes. Thanks, yes. But let's let's leave the other out for now. You see, here's the truth of it. The universe knows what you want better than you do. Okay? We can get wrapped up in our egos and our driving and our have to have and have to do and have to be. But Emerson said something about this. He says, so hot, my little sir, what he was talking about was we get all uptight and anxious and upset because we don't have or we can't do or we can't be. So hot, my little sir, forget that. Forget that cause step. Now, I want to give you an example of that. It will help, if you feel like it, to just relax and close your eyes and be in kind of a mellow space. Now, visualization helps, so I'll do one visually. And just be with me here now. I want to try to visualize God. Now, of course, that's not possible, but I can do something that's symbolic of God, perhaps. So here's what I think. Let's imagine a vast tapestry, a plaid tapestry, with uncounted lines, uncountable lines, going this way and that, Forever. Forever. If it helps, think it is undulating, moving, changing. Now, 
within that tapestry. You are a pattern. And that pattern is forever. And elements of that pattern go off into infinity in all directions. You see, you are united. Now let's skip right over to acceptance. We need to, each of us, reach the level of maturity that that is okay. That that is right. But whatever happens to that pattern is good, cool. And then we need to give thanks for that. Give thanks. Now, Come on back. Come on back. Now there's a part of you somewhere in here that just said, but what about what I want? Huh? What about what I want? That's why I go to this church. <laughs> what about what I want? Hmm. Am I just abdicating my own life? Is this a passive thing? That's a problem I have with Buddhists, it's passive. No, it's not passive. This is not passive. You see, it depends. It depends on how brave you are and how willing you are to listen. Because when you're doing a treatment in this fashion, Listen. Listen. Things will start to happen in your life. Listen. Character, remember? Listen. Then how about... How brave you are. Are you brave enough to hear... Are you brave enough to act? Let me tell you, this is not passive. And this is not for kids. This is not for the immature. This is the real deal, the real ball game. The universe has something great in mind for you, but you have to listen and dare. This is not passive. It is as proactive as you can possibly be. One last point. I do not recommend this adventure without first being thoroughly grounded 
in basic science of mind. Don't think, oh, well, I'm just going to leap on that wagon and just jump over all that other stuff. That's boring. No, I don't recommend that. Get your grounding. Get your third year. And then play with it. Play with it. Many of our ministers and uh, practitioners, I'm convinced, do this anyway. They're just not aware of it. Not aware of it. In the meantime, understand that I wish you the very best on your journey and hold you in my consciousness as the truly remarkable thing you are. So it is.